guys. My name is Shane George. Uh, this is Community Church Podcast. We are here, part of Christ AG Community Church. The reason why we're starting this podcast is because uh, we have services Sunday morning and Wednesday night, but we would like uh, to have a further reach in, uh, to our community to uh, affect it, to have a more effective impact in our community because we have so much insight here inside the church of people who have been through so many things, and we would like to share that with all of you. And we would like you guys to just be edified and just receive from what we have here. And uh, we thought the best way to do this was through a podcast. So uh, we thank you guys for listening today, and we hope that um, throughout the months, uh, every month we're going to be releasing a new podcast, uh, a new recording, and um, we're going to have a bunch of different topics from a bunch of different people um, who have been experienced in those areas. And we ask that you join us along for the ride. And uh, right now, for our inaugural podcast, we have our lead pastor for community Christ AG Community Church, Pastor Uman P. Chaco. Woo! Come on, give it up. Give it a round of applause. (laughs) Insert applause. Insert applause. Yes. We don't have that budget (laughs) yet, but it's okay. We'll get it next time. Oh, standing ovation. Look at that. Oh, great job. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. How are you today? I am well. Thank you so much, Shane, for this opportunity. No problem. Anytime. How was the drive-in? Drive-in was actually not bad. There's not a lot of ro- cars on the road today for some reason. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, we are recording this the day after the crazy blizzard that we had in Long Island, and the roads are still a little shaky. It is. It's very slippery. If you don't need to come out tonight, mm-hmm. don't come out to church. But we're here because we're, we're always here. here. Yes, we are. Amen. Receive that. That's a blessing for your life. Um, so uh, we wanted to start off this podcast with you on it because uh, you are the, le- the lead pastor of Christ Asia Community Church, and uh, we wanted to tell people about community church, not just the, uh, the service times, but what it, what it actually means and what we're actually about. So uh, we just wanted to get a full picture of how this started, what we're doing, what's the purpose, and and just all that. But before that, we just want to get a little background on you. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, I haven't done this in over 20 years. <laughs> so yeah, like, so why don't you tell us about yourself, uh, your family and all that and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so my name is um, Omen. I'm the youngest out of seven boys, actually. Seven boys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Seven boys. That must have been a fun time. It was, actually. Uh, not having any girls. We don't have any girls in the house. And um, growing up, I was actually treated uh, like the baby in the house. I think I'm still treated as a baby in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm the youngest out of seven boys. Uh, Got married in 1997. I got to get this right. 1997. Get the brownie points. May 17th to a beautiful, yes, (laughs) to a beautiful uh, a woman named Lovely. Oh, her name is Lovely. Her name is Lovely. And she is such a lovely person as well. <laughs> and God blessed us with three uh, beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celine, who's my oldest daughter. And then God graced us with another daughter. Her name is Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And lastly, on a wonderful Christmas afternoon, oh, the okay. Lord gave us our third child. Her name is Emma. Emma Chaco. Yes. That's Emma, Emma Hope Chaco. Emma Hope Chaco. For those of you who can't see right now, Emma's in the room right now covering her ears. <laughs> she does not like attention. Oh, <laughs> uh, Emma. So yeah, three girls, right? Yes, oh, uh, three so. girls. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I was um, 
you know, the, this blizzard that came up yesterday, and I'm thinking, you know, I have the snowblower, which I usually use, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't need the help of the girls. I usually use a snowblower, and um, last night as I took the snowblower out, I come to find out it's not working. <laughs> so I rang the bell to see who's inside, and all three of my girls plus my wife was inside. <laughs> I say, hey, uh, just anyone, anyone want to help me? And uh, someone did raise their hand and did come outside, oh, yeah. bundled up and ready with a shovel in their hand and gloves and everything. And that was Emma, my <laughs> six-year-old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. So we, it was just you two shoveling all that snow? Well, I think um, the others that were looking through the window felt guilty. <laughs> okay. And then Rebecca did come outside. She took some pictures of the snow. <laughs> you got to post it, right? You got to post it. Yes, she did. She did. She did. She posted. And then Celine came. But actually, all three of them helped a little. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, thank God, you know, we uh, only live in a corner house, so we don't have a lot to shovel. <laughs> <laughs> and only yeah. two driveways yeah, to shovel out. So. <laughs> double, the, double the fun right there. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, honestly, it's, um, it was, it was, uh, it's been a good ride. Which I just turned forty-five. Oh and yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Last, yeah, dude, that was uh, forty-five. You're young. Last week or the week before, I, f I forget. <laughs> so I'm getting old. I see. Forty-five. Oh man, you're making up, man. Four or five years young, man. Still, yeah, still in the prime. So I was over twenty years of married. Okay. Uh, marriage. Well, we both uh, went to school together. Oh yeah, where'd you go to school? We went to St. John's University. St. Come John's. on, give it up oh, for St. John's University. St. The Red John's. Storm. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We became friends at St. John's University. And that's when it started. And then... And then the Lord mm -hmm. spoke to Amen. Uh, the right people <laughs> and to us. Yep. And 20 years later, we're here we are. Oh, there you are. Yep. Three girls. Three girls. 20 years of marriage. 20 years of marriage. And a wonderful church that we get to call home every, every week. So it's a, it's a good ride right now. It is. It is. You it, actually brought up something pretty interesting that I want. I actually want to talk about. So you are the lead pastor of Christ Asia Community Church, which is a full-time job in its own right. right. There's a lot of stuff that goes Absolutely. along with that. But you also have a full-time job outside of church. Yes. So how does that... For first of all, how did that decision come How did that whole thing come about? Well, so even at a young age... I knew that uh, the God, I knew that God had called me to do something for, uh, whether it's just to serve, whether it's to, in whatever capacity the Lord had calling upon my life. I didn't know uh, where it was and how it's going to be fulfilled. So, um, growing up at early ages in my teenage uh, years, um, I would get involved in church. I would get uh, really church activities and help to serve and help to lead uh, different group activities, small groups in Sunday school and stuff like that. And um, an opportunity when we uh, started this Christ um, AG church uh, around 16, 17 years ago, as we were getting involved in church, uh, we decided to go to Bible school. Mm -hmm. Actually, we decided to go to Bible school together. And um, we, I knew that um, 
being, uh, getting more involved in the ministry, leading um, services, preaching, and and sharing the gospel. Even at I began to share gospel at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an opportunity to go to mission trips, several mission. Can I tell you that really opened up my eyes to uh, what really ministry is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, going outside of my comfort at, at, in my local church was very instrumental in where I am today. Yeah, it's uh, those mission trips are crazy. Sometimes they they change your life like. No other. Do you have a specific mission trip that you thought about? Because I my well, well, my first mission um, trip was in 2005, mm-hmm. when I served as the president of this organization called PYFA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a youth organization for um, uh, the New York local churches, um, and there was a. I want to say it's been almost 12 years now. Is it over 12 years? Yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 13 technically. Cause but, yeah. 2018. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> and we had a, a group of maybe over 30 people, I want to say, mm-hmm. or less. It was a large group. And we went to Guyana, and um, it just completely um, messed with what I knew about ministry, man. You know, I was the leader. I was the president. But I went with uh, several uh, men of God, mm-hmm. uh, pastors who I re- whom I respect, and whom I saw uh, ministering and serving and um, just uh, leading uh, people into into the Lord, and it was just crazy how just the level of ministry just changes mm-hmm. when people are willing to be submissive to the Lord. Yeah. Not that people over here is not, yeah. but there's there's a group of people when you go out uh, into uh, areas where there is the crisis not reached the same way we are here, where we have so much happening here you know we have a church in every block usually and we have access to internet and access to listen to messages over there they just they were just waiting for us to come and we saw so many miracles so many healings and so many people getting delivered Mm -hmm. and i a firsthand opportunity of just leading people into into christ so it it was awesome and opened up my eyes to what you know what it is to be able to serve God in that capacity. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing because when you hear about mission trips, you, you you hear about going outside the country, and then you realize not every country is like America, right? And then like certain freedoms are taken away, and all this stuff, and just just the resources that people don't have, and then experiencing that, I can imagine it's just life changing <coughs> for you. But they, they, I want to share this crazy story. I guess when you when you not that uh, I don't know I don't know if this is the right word you know your your faith kind of increases as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was one moment when we had this concert, and it was this crazy concert going on, and you know there was like it was actually we were outside in a field, and they ran um, wires and there's light bulbs everywhere, mm-hmm. so there's no um, there's no canopy on it. We're just sitting outside, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the electricity just goes off, oh, wow. and it was in the evening and it was getting dark and. And there is no, you can't really see anything. Everywhere the electricity goes off except on the stage where they're performing (laughs) and the sound system, you can hear the sound. And everything else is a pitch dark. And we just saw God just move, man. It was just crazy how everywhere else, everywhere, all the audience is sitting in the back air, everything. There's no electricity except on the stage and the the mic was still on. So it was like... Was awesome. Like there's so many testimonies like that I can share, but you know it was awesome. That's a, that's amazing because then everybody's just drawn to you right there. At that point. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Drawn to Christ. Oh yeah, amen. <laughs> Receive that. That's a word for you, all of you out there. Um, 
So just to just to clarify some things, uh, you spoke about Christ AG Church, Christ and Believes God, that started around 16 years ago. I yeah, I want to say 16, 16 17 seven. years ago. Yeah, that's Christ Assemblies of God is is the parent church for uh, a lot of branch churches we have. Uh, one branch church is Christ AG Community Church. We have branches in uh, Staten Island, Brooklyn, New Jersey. I just wanted to ask you uh, some questions about community church, and uh, if you don't mind, um, why why do you think it was necessary to create this specific branch church, Christ AG Community Church, and uh, how did that come about? Well, community church um, started about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, today is what? The anniversary, yeah. Today's Jan- January 5th? January 5th. <laughs> four yeah. years ago. Four years ago today, yeah, actually, yeah. actually, the birth of community church would used to be called Ignite. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, this is not planned, by the way. We did not plan this out. Actually, it didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we actually, like, we uh, we were talking about this earlier, and uh, I think one of our sound one of our sound guys, Justin Jones, was like, oh, Christ, uh, Ignite Church started J- January 5th, 2014. And we're right. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. The birth date. Um, so, yeah, for, about four years ago, um, you know, we, we saw the need uh, that the community would need, and we started something uh, which was interesting. Um, we didn't know where it was going to go, honestly, when we first started this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we knew that God has given God had given a vision to our senior pastor, Pastor George, mm-hmm. and he met with a group of people and shared that vision, and they were able to birth what we have community church right now yeah. about four years ago, which was awesome opportunity for us to connect with the community mm-hmm. and to see people come in and to be uh, to lives being transformed. Um, we started something called um, Atlantic Mission Community Day about, I want to say about four years ago as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the same year that um, commu- uh, Ignite was born mm-hmm. and the same birth date of the Atlantic Mission mm-hmm. co- uh, Community Day. Yeah. And it all came together after what I saw at the community day mm-hmm. where it was just people that we were never able to reach, mm-hmm. uh, people that we never even get to meet or greet were all there in that parking lot. Yeah. And we were able to kind of say, wow, this is what it looks like to have a community come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know... It kind of solidified why we started this community church mm-hmm. to see people from all walks of lives to come to um, a setting where we can all get together and worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of essential reason why we started this community church. And just kind of grab the community of Franklin Square around here. Absolutely. And then uh, what 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 have you guys done? Oh, actually, let me ask this first. When did you start... Uh, uh, pastoring community church that's an interesting question itself um <laughs> uh pastor george came to uh, myself and my wife in uh, november of 2015 well around that time and uh had asked us about taking the responsibility uh, role as the lead pastor of of this church and to be honest with you to be very transparent with you I've uh, never wanted to be a pastor of a church. Okay. Uh, that was never my goal, never my desire. Actually, uh, one thing that I did 
Ask God. Say, like, don't please <laughs> don't let me be a pastor. Of a <laughs> that was a one thing checklist. Yeah, but you know, God works in mysterious ways, <laughs> and He has His own ways of doing things. Um, and we prayed, and we actually uh, fasted, and uh, we received confirmation from the Lord that this is where God is taking us in this season. And um, you know, once we got that word, once we we got that confirmation. We were all in, and we just started to move, and we just started to think, and we just started to plan. So in the year of 2016, um, January is when we uh, took over as the, as the pastors of this church. Okay, that's awesome. How did that conversation go? Because I can imagine that's, as as because we talked about this earlier, you had a full-time job, family, three girls. Yeah. There's just a lot going on. Teenage girls. Yeah, teenage, teenage girls. <laughs> Uh, Celine, Becky, if you're listening to this, nice. <laughs> I think Emma's also a teenager oh, yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's got that spunk about her. Right? Uh, but how did that? Just uh, a little light inside to how did that conversation go? Because you, you, the whole, the whole world's in front of you right now. Because you got a whole three lives that are just starting off. You have your lives that are still going, and and just yeah, dude. Job. It, it was probably. Uh, it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. scary conversation, real conversation. Yeah. You know, we were, we just sat there and we were just being real with each other. With each other. You know, we talked about the struggles that we're going to have. We talked about the advantage and the disadvantage. Mm-hmm. The, we talked about timing. We talked about priorities. We talked about how it's going to affect us as a family. Yeah. How it's going to affect us, our, our marriage. You know, what are some what are some no's, oh, yeah. absolute no's, and what are some absolute yes, and what are some of the things we're going to discuss. You know, we have to have that. We have to have that yellow, green, and red light okay. conversation because not everything is a green light. Mm-hmm. Not everything is a red light. Not everything is a yellow light. Mm-hmm. There are certain decisions that we have to make. So yeah. it, was, it was an honest conversation between me and my wife. I believe uh, we need to have those kind of communication. We have to have an open conversation. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, if, if it wasn't my wife supporting me through this process, it would have been very difficult. Yeah. And she has been the cornerstone after Christ, mm-hmm. uh, who's been there supporting me, in, in the, especially in the earlier stages of me pastoring this church. And I've never pastored a church. Mm-hmm. I've been involved in ministries in the, since uh, the age of 17. This is a whole no, new animal right here. Right? Well, yeah, this is a whole, yeah, I've been youth ministers and youth director and youth leader and president of different organizations and led different groups and preached and uh, different directors are different roles and all these different things. But this was, we knew that this is not the same decision that we're making. This is a a life-changing decision for us. Mm -hmm. At the same time, the impact that we knew that we could make on the lives of people because that's what God has placed upon us. Mm -hmm. But pastoring was a whole different, you know, whole different breed that I've never even thought through. But, you know, just to uh, reflect back the last two years, it has been an honor and a privilege and uh, to to see uh, how God has done wonders and just in ourselves and to see the people that we've been shepherding. Uh, um, it's just amazing. Yeah, amazing. it's crazy. This, this past year in itself, we've had a few baptisms come, come about and a bunch of people come to Christ. It's been absolutely, Absolutely. I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it is. I look back at um, my first baptism that I did was with, uh, with our dear sister Barbara. Mm-hmm. And that itself is like an hour a conversation, yeah. but but it, you know it just it just it all came through at, at the right time, mm-hmm. and um, I, and I believe I believe that God's not done. Mm-hmm. It's just this is just the beginning of what what God's 
plan for this community churches? Yeah, definitely. Um, just shifting gears a little bit. Um, so we talked about why community churches are necessary, or community church is necessary, this branch church specifically. Um, what, what do you think the purpose is for what we're doing here in this community? Well, you know, I, I can summarize this. Mm-hmm. Our vision for this church is you know, completely just three things. If you ever forget, just three things. We want to be able to connect. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to build. Yeah. And we want to be able to equip. Okay. We want to be able to connect with the community. Mm-hmm. Right. We want them to be, when we connect with the community, we want them to connect to the church. Mm-hmm. But before they connect to the church, we want them to get connected to Jesus. Yeah. And then once they do that, we want to be able to build them. Mm-hmm. Able to um, build this community together with them mm-hmm. and build them individually to be able to uh, equip them with uh, with what Christ wants them to be able to be um, in charge with. Mm-hmm. Every one of us have talents that God has given us, but we want to be able to kind of help them to be able to uh, encourage them to build them up and to be able to go out. We, our intention is not for them to stay within this wall, mm-hmm. to go out into the community, go out into wherever they are, uh, whether their workplace or school life, um, you know, if it's God has called to to go out of here to, to another state or to another country, mm-hmm. we want to be able to kind of equip them to do that as well. That's our goal and that's our vision for the church. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. And we've kind of been seeing that a lot lately because of sending people out. And we've we've heard a lot of stories of people just inviting friends in and then uh, being able to minister to them in, in their workplaces. I've heard uh, countless stories about that <coughs> over the past uh past few months actually and just to kind of close this off so what are some for those of people who are out there in their own communities or who are very interested in starting their own services or own community churches and where they are what are some suggestions uh that you have for them uh to get started and also to be effective where they are right so i i would say um you know see your church as a hospital mm-hmm. uh for people who are looking for um, for some some needs. You know, when you go to a hospital, you know, I work in a hospital, mm-hmm. all kind of people walk into the hospital, yeah. but they're looking for their physical um, requirements, needs, and mm-hmm. their physical healing. Yeah. But the hospital, I mean, I look at this our church as a hospital for spiritual healing. Mm-hmm. People come in, and sometimes we're physical healing, yeah. actually. We have seen uh, uh, some people that we helped uh, who are going through some yeah, I mean, we were able to connect them to the right people in the church. Actually, we have a lot of professional people working here as well. We got a lot of doctors in church. <laughs> Absolutely, but you know, everyone. And sometimes I think people shy away from going to church because they get this, you know, ten questions asked before they even walk into the church. Yes, yeah, I believe that um, we should love them, we should serve them, we should honor them, we should bless them, pray with them, connect with them. Before then, before they ask you, you ask their background. Yeah, uh, that's true. You, get a you guys didn't check my background for two years. That's when <laughs> this podcast should have been this is actually 2016. Yeah, first, we're hearing some of these things from Pastor Roman. <laughs> right, absolutely. You know, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think you know that prejudgmental um, idea of when you look at people and when you see people. You know, we, Christ called everyone mm-hmm. to His kingdom. There's not one sect or one color or one gender he called. He called everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe if you have that attitude, if you're open um, to allowing Holy Spirit to move 
um, and allowing God to just work in people, knowing that they're, um, all of them have been bought by the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe if you really do want to have a community church, you really should have a passion for your community. Yeah, Don't just do it just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Say, oh, yeah, we have a community. You should really care for it. And I, honestly, I, I, I can see the leadership team that Lord has put together here uh, and, and, and the church uh, as overall, they really do love the community. And we have seen uh, the things that we were able to accomplish thus far mm-hmm. um, and the services that we were able to provide. We're still a, a small church growing, mm-hmm. but um, and we were so excited about what God's about to do in this place, man. So I just want to thank you again, Pastor Owen, for coming on today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, Shane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it is, like, like I said, it, it has been such a privilege and such an honor for me and my family to serve this church. And uh, to be honest with you, the way the, the church loves us and the church takes care of us, it's amazing. Um, we would never, we would never trade this for anything. Oh, that's, that's yeah. so adorable! All right, we're giving a round of applause. Insert applause. Standing ovation. We don't man. have. Oh, look at ovation. that standing ovation. Oh man. <laughs> oh well. Thank you again, Pastor Uman. Uh, alrighty, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is Community Church Podcast. Um, uh, we are Christ AG Community Church. We have services on. Sunday mornings at 9.15 to 10.30 at 47 Pacific Street here in Franklin Square, New York. So we would love to see you. Uh, uh, love to meet you guys if you guys are free and could drop by. Uh, you could follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Christ AG Community. We have also a website, www.christagcommunitychurch.org. We have a lot of good stuff on there. We have a bunch of devotionals throughout each month. Uh, of different people from our church writing devotionals and sharing what they've been through. So uh, if you want to check that out, and we have all these cool things on there. So go check it out, and thank you again, and have a good night, guys. Mm